Think Realty Nation, it's Abby Gohar. Welcome to the Think Realty Podcast. Uh, today is a conversation about private money, but it's also a conversation around the Burr Method, short-term investing strategies, and I have a very unique question with a maybe a, maybe a new trend uh, that's coming up, maybe a new strategy that could be coming up for real estate investors to take a look at. But if you want to know what that is, you're going to have to listen to the entire podcast that's going to be about three hours and 15 minutes. Totally kidding. Uh, Mark's like, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't sign up for a three-hour, 15-minute podcast. No, it's like going to be 15 minutes in now. It's going to be great. But, but, but before we get to Mark uh, from Temple View Capital, uh, I need to give a huge shout-out to Real Property Management, uh, who is the sponsor for today's podcast. If you want to work with the right property management company that can put more money in your pocket, not less, Real Property Management is your team. They provide a higher standard of property management to make sure you're maximizing the return on your investments. Experience the real difference with realpropertymgt.com. Mark, welcome to the show. Uh, I know we've got a couple of topics I want to talk about. And then, of course, uh, the uh, secret investing strategy uh, that you actually don't know what I'm going to bring up. So I'm excited to hear your thoughts on it in a little bit. But give us an overview of Temple View Capital, uh, what you do, how long you've been doing it, and um, how good looking you are. Absolutely, man. So excited to be here. Just come share what I know and what I do. Uh, Been with Temple View since the beginning. Uh, Been in real estate since 2003 was the first house that I purchased. Um, you know, been flipping houses, obviously, back in 2016, 17, getting into rental properties. Um, my first two rental properties were during the crash, so I had the experience of what happens to real estate during a crash and what kind of things you can do to mitigate your losses. Uh, but it opened up new horizons for me, uh, not selling those properties at a loss. I kept them and put them on the, the rental platform and a short-term rental platform known as Airbnb. Um, it really got me started in 2012 on the short-term rental uh, scheme. And then uh, being able to work for Templeview has propelled me into be able to get financing on all these properties um, because Templeview is a nationwide lender. And so they allow you to have acquisition funds to be able to buy properties that you know need a little bit of TLC, a little bit of work. Um, and you can put down less leverage, so less money out of your pocket. And then you take that money and uh, you renovate the property, make it worth a, a whole lot more. Um, and then the goal is to take most of your money out of that property and then put it on either one of the two platforms, either your long-term uh, rental um, or short-term. And then short-term is now broken up into a mid-term rental, if, depending on the market you invest in. Um, and there's a, some other pretty fascinating um, opportunities out there, things called pad split and things like that, that we're getting involved in as well at Templeview, so we're very we're looking forward to kind of sharing some uh, some some great info with you guys, and you know, looking forward to explaining um, really what has worked for me and made me successful. Right now, currently, I own uh, 15 long-term rental units, or people call them doors, and I have 20 short-term rentals that are actively on the short-term rental market. Ooh, let's talk about that. That actually uh, sounds like a lot of fun. Um, which uh, cities, states do you own your short-term rentals in? Are they just in one location? Are they spread out throughout the country? Well, I, I'm actively searching uh, different markets. I, I, I will tell everyone that's getting in this business, 
you know, always play where you know, okay, because you're going to know the ins and outs of the municipalities, whether they allow you to do short-term rental or long-term rental or what the requirements are. So everything that I have is going to be in the state of Maryland. I do uh, West Coast and, and Deep Creek Lake and over in Oakland um, where there's you know skiing and, of course, lake, so year-round vacation rental. And I'm, I'm all over the, um, the shoreline and Ocean City and Bethany Beach and those areas as well. Um, so those are where, where all of my, uh, my rentals are for the vacation side. And then for my long-term rentals, I invest in and around Baltimore. Just the numbers are so good up there. You just got to be very safe. You know, you got to know a lot about Baltimore to invest there. Um, but I do have some in the city, some in the county. And then I do have a couple of other rentals, you know, Lithicum Heights near airports and, uh, you know, things like that. So Nice. How did you uh, find your deals? Are you, are you actively searching MLS? Is it wholesalers? Is it other lenders? Uh, what's your, is it uh, yellow letters and a mail campaign over a period of six months with scented pink letters? I don't know. Like, how do you, how are you finding your property? Spill the beans, bro. I need to know now. Well, uh, I tell you what, I mean, you know, so, so being a, being involved with Temple View and, and, and really, you know, I'm fascinated with real estate in general. So I do have to master my trade. So I got myself licensed, you know, when I was flipping houses back in 2015 and moving from being licensed um, and starting to buy a bunch of properties, you meet a lot of people. And I think the best relationships are the ones you meet while you're doing business. You know, being a lender, being able to help different real estate agents out, you know, with their customers, they kind of know what I do. Um, you know, the people in Ocean City that I, I buy houses from know if it, if, it's, if it fits my box, they know I'll buy it. And, you know, right now, I mean, I, I'm actually closing. I've got, I've got my paperwork right next to me. I think I'm, I'm, I'm buying another one today <laughs> right here. Um, and, you know, I close on it. I, I, I sold one, uh, like, three weeks ago and I've, I've turned it into another two vacation rentals and and really what it comes down to is just being able to 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 buy the right property learn from any mistakes you made to to really just increase the cash on cash return that's where it really comes down to um and you know i'm involved in a lot of different areas in the real estate game so i, I have a couple of deals that i've done on the arbitrage side of short-term rental and that's been working out. And again, the, the, re, the way I'm finding these deals and having them say yes is just the relationship I've built, built with those uh, agents on the other side. A um, couple of other deals, I mean, you know, truth be told, I just found on the MLS. Um, and I, you know, I looked at a couple of things. I, I, I did deed research uh, just to see if there was active, you know, deeds on there or could I, I negotiate owner financing. Um, you know, there's, there's other ways to get in cause it's really not always about the price. Sometimes it's about the deal structure and what the seller is looking for. So if you're really creative on those types of, uh, financing terms or being flexible, um, you know, you can be very effective. And of course, being able to have leverage, you know, like Temple View behind you, you know, be able to close quickly to, to be able to, you know, offer terms that, you know, are superior when you need to have superior terms. You know, it's always great. So we have leverage. You can always, you know, afford to pay a little bit more, um, just because you, you're not using as much cash. Right. So um, as long as the the financials work out, um, you right. Know, you're in good so shape. What, let's. And one of the other things I'd also say. Go ahead. Yeah. So let's uh, 
let's pivot the conversation to that to your uh, debt and equity stack for the deals that you've done with templeview uh, cap.com and that's the website templeviewcap.com templeview capital um, help me understand so when you are purchasing your say the deal that you're looking at right now uh, what are the terms you're getting from templeview how much cash are you bringing in uh, are you putting into the deal uh, out of your own pocket uh, essentially skin and game, and what do your yearly yields look like for your long-term rentals, and then, of course, your short-term rentals? Well, uh, it, it's kind of a broad question just because my yields are going to be going to vary all over the place uh, based on, you know, the type of deal. The, the deal I'm looking, looking at now is, you know, a property that's, you know, the acquisition is like $220,000, um, and the ARV is going to be north of four fifty. Um, I'm putting down, I, you know, so my, my requirement at Templeview is only 10% down of acquisition. You know, so I'm putting down $22,000 plus closing costs. I was able to structure this deal with, uh, the seller paying my closing costs. So he wanted to 20, he wanted 200,000 and then I negotiated part of my commission and, and, and we also, um, got the credit for all closing costs. So my, my initial amount that I'm putting in is just my 10%. Um, so I'm putting down the $22,000. Um, Templeview will provide the rest of the leverage. They will also give me my $60,000 I need to renovate the property. The $60,000 is going to be um, a lot of cosmetic repairs, all bathrooms, all new kitchens, paint, carpet. I spent about $15,000 outside for the short-term rental. I want to do fire pits. I want to do a lot of landscape, different types of things that are going to be um, something that my guest is going to search for uh, when they're looking up, you know, their potential short-term rental spot. So a lot of the stuff I do inside, you know, I don't need to, you know, change the outlook of the house or bring a wall down or something like that. But I want to create an area, well, but that might be for kids. So I might build, uh, you know, a pretty cool bunk bedroom or something like that. Um, you know, short-term rental is a little bit different when you want to do your renovations than you would for a long-term rental remodel. But, you know, a lot of things that I, I do and I want to bring to the table is that unique experience. Uh, and that's what sells for short-term rental. So this one um, is going to be, you know, once once all said and done, the, the really cool thing about Templeview's loan is I don't need to pay any uh, any monthly payments. They come out of my future value of the house. So, and they also give me an advanced draw on the 60000 So when I want to take my draws, I get ahead of me doing the work. It really keeps my cash flow and everything in my bank so I can buy more houses. Um, so, you know, so my initial cash out is going to be $22,000. Um, and then, you know, once I get my appraisal, once everything's said and done, and I have it listed on the short-term rental site, um, I'll be able to provide a, you know, comp comparison for them. Um, that's what they need to do a long-term takeout loan on a 30-year fixed rate. Um, the rates on these uh, are going to vary right now. It's, it's estimated to be around mid-sevens. Um, and I can go all the way to 80% on a rate and term, or I can go to 75% and pull some cash. Um, my projection right now is I think I'm going to keep the $22,000 in the deal and just do a rate and term, depending on that appraisal, so I can keep my uh, my I put my equity in the property on this one because I'm only out of pocket for 22,000 and my cash on cash return based on the numbers, it's going to be about a 60 to $70,000 return on revenue. My cash on cash return is going to be north of 80 if I only have $22,000 in the deal. So, um, 
that's these are kind of deals I look for for short term rentals. That's I'm always going to look okay. for cash on cash return of 25 percent or more. I love it. All right. So, yeah, we're clearly talking uh, after after the podcast. This is why I love the Think Realty podcast. Right, to me, it's just, hey, I'm going to make some new friends and uh, I, I'm just, we should go invest together, right? Um, okay. Here is the question of the day for you. Obviously, it's important to have a lender, a solid lender like Templeview Capital that is in your back pocket, that understands what you want to do, uh, what your objectives are as a real estate investor, investor, whether it's short-term, long-term, flip, buy and hold, et cetera. Um, And obviously, they've created a program that meets meets your needs to help you grow and expand, which is the dream of every real estate investor. To start with one, two, three properties and then get north of 15, 20, and then eventually thousands of units and then eventually the world. And uh, after you've conquered planet Earth, um, maybe go to Mars, right? That makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, it doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. But I will say having a good lender okay. in your back pocket makes a lot of sense. So templeviewcap.com is where you should go. Here's the question. Here's the secret question. Possible strategy that I have for you that I've been kind of testing the waters with and uh, having conversations with investors locally and then, of course, nationally is the following. Midterm rentals to me is a very unique concept. You have long-term rentals, leases one, two years, short-term rentals, rentals that are, say, Airbnb, right? You've done a lot of those. What about midterm? What about 18 weeks, 13 weeks, 12 weeks to the healthcare professional industry that is sleeping in their cars in between their Airbnb stays because they can't find an Airbnb that they can rent for, that they can book for 13 weeks at a time? What do you think about that model? Yeah, midterm is definitely a model to look at depending on the market that you're in and where where the houses you're looking are located. Um, obviously, everyone knows about furnished finders at this point. This is where a lot of them go to research the properties, and that's what I recommend people do. I, I know that for me, um, in my market in, in Maryland, where I have uh, have a lot of my properties, it just there, there's no outlet for the midterm rental for where my locations are, um, and so, but there are a lot of hospitals. There's a lot of different places where you can look at midterm rentals. I know that the, um, you know, the, the, the tenant is a really good tenant. They take care, a good care of the property. I think at the end of the day, excuse me, the midterm rental itself is going to be uh, something that, you know, if I, it's always going to be a backfall if, depending on the municipality, if they do change what's going on with, you know, a short-term rental, a short-term rental definition is weekly. Um, in my cases, I, my minimum stay is three days, two days. I like to, I like to do a turnover two to three uh, times a week if possible, just to maximize my revenue. Um, and so if anything changes, you know, you need to have a backfall. You've got to know what your, your, your midterm rental rates are. Um, I think for me, I just invest in areas that I know. Um, so speaking towards a, uh, a midterm rental, uh, is no different than qualifying from a lender's perspective. Um, you know, midterm rental is going to qualify off of the long-term rental. So just be wary of that. Is um, There's no uh, financial data to be able to show performance unless you have a 12-month average loan purchase. On a midterm rental, you're going to be qualifying off of a long-term uh, 1007, which is a rent comp schedule. But I do think it is um, absolutely a, a – uh, 
a great opportunity. Uh, it's just it's really really important on location of the property. Mark, this has been. I might uh, I might add. Go ahead. I might add one one tidbit, um, which I think is something that Templeview is going to be focused on. And there's a new. It's called workforce housing. Um, this is something that I think is, is so important in some of these big cities in certain yeah. areas in the country because we are a nationwide lender. Places like Houston, Tampa, really hot markets for both short-term rentals and mid-term, but also workforce housing. There's no workers that can afford a you know a, a one bed you know one bedroom condo. There's no one bedroom condos or, or rentals, right? Everyone has a two yeah. or three bedroom. So. Workforce housing is a new category that we are looking to get financing on, which I think if we can if we can do this and do it right, you're going to have, you know, properties, regular rambler, three bedroom properties being able to be turned to workforce housing. You know, that would be like, you know, eight different rooms that you can get for a rental return. Uh, Most DSCR ratios for long term. This is just a a nice uh, finish to your point. Sure. If everyone knows what DSPR ratio is, it's the ratio of your income versus your debt. And on a long-term platform, you know, lenders want to see something over like a 1.15, 1.2. Um, and that's really average. 1.2 to 1.5 is, is a pretty decent long-term rental. Um, you know, I shoot for, the, you know, closer to two. Uh, I think midterm rentals and long-term rental, I mean, sorry, midterm rentals and short-term rentals, are pushing numbers that are, you know, in the twos and threes and then in the, um, workforce housing could be north of three and four, depending on where you're at. So these are, these are great DSCR, great, great returns. And, you know, like I said, when you have a lender to help you, um, you know, you can leverage and, and, and increase your cash on cash. Mark, that's awesome. Dude, this has been a great conversation. I appreciate it. We'll be in touch uh, for sure. And I know it wasn't the three-hour and 15-minute conversation you were uh, hoping for. Um, I I would just, like, play Titanic in the background probably uh, as we would talk for that length of time. But I appreciate that we kept it to about 15, 20 minutes. Um, If you want to get in touch with Mark and his team over at Temple View, uh, Mark, hit me with the website. Yep, templeviewcap.com. Templeviewcap.com. Mark, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Think Realty Nation, that's the show. You got questions for us, get in touch. Uh, Before I let you go, uh, I do want you to think about midterm rentals and what Mark just said about MTR and that strategy. I'm a big believer in diversifying strategies, so yeah, go get yourself some short-term Airbnbs. Great. Complemented by some long-term rentals. Excellent. And maybe throw some, uh, you know, midterm rentals in there. It's like a perfect, it's like a perfect margarita pizza. You know, you got cheese. That's your uh, long-term rentals for stability. Um, you got your red sauce. Oh man, I just had this yesterday. Red sauce. You got that. Maybe, maybe that's your short-term Airbnb strategy. And throw some basil leaves on there. That's your midterm rental strategy. Get that diversification in there for the portfolio. And if you want to talk about it, we'll be in Tampa for the Think Realty Conference and Expo on July 13th and 14th. Set your sights on making 2023 a success with more knowledge and know-how by learning and networking with top-tier real estate investing professionals. For a limited time, get a buy one, get one deal on tickets. Register for two and uh, enter the code podcast at checkout to receive this special pricing. Go to thinkrealty.com Tampa for more information. That's a wrap. Until next time, Think Realty Nation. Happy investing.